What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And I am back with five more bets for the week in Mixed Martial Arts. It's not really that there's one of them. One of them's a future bet. I'll, I'll say that to you. And uh, we will get into that in a second. But um, no Bellator, no UFC, no PFL, no one championship this weekend. But we have Cage Warriors. So I have four bets from you from Cage Warriors. Uh, for you even, from Cage Warriors, and I have one future bet uh, that I'm going to look at in a fight that could materialise here over the next few weeks, so we'll get into that in a second. Um, as a good week last week again, we had a few winning bets, lots of fights last week, uh, the Angela Lee fight was one that lost, but I was very close as well, you know, a lot of people thought Angela Lee had won it, so a good week overall, we had... Um, I think we did, I must look back on it, but we had, we had Latifi, we had a couple of bets anyway, uh, that came on McKinsey turn, oh, I must get that finish in the big plus 1200, uh, that didn't, uh, that didn't end up working out, but, you know, a good week in general for betting. Uh, if you're watching this show, please bet responsibly, um, as we know, it's, uh, you know, with, uh, with no UFC and no, none of the, maybe the bigger cards, it's it's hard maybe maybe it's harder to pick out bets sometimes it's easier to pick out bets uh, on the cage warrior shows a lot of the fighters are kind of like fighting at different levels and coming into this level and Ian Dean is a fantastic matchmaker and sometimes he's like oh maybe this guy isn't at that level compared to what he did fight at before and then he comes in and he absolutely destroys the guy that can happen with cage warriors so beware of that I will say before I give you these bets but I, do you know what I, I've gone for I, I've gone for, in the first two bets anyway, people I know and people I trust and people I think are really good fighters and I've kind of uh, I've kind of backed that uh, early doors here. <coughs> so let's start. Um, apologies again if my voice is a bit hoarse. I'm, just, I, I'm almost over my uh, my run about. Thanks very much, Bellator. <laughs> you know, but I'm almost there, so we won't. Uh, this is hopefully the last complaint <laughs> you hear from me on one of these videos about it anyway, so uh, I'm, I'm nearly there. Um... First bet I'm going for I'm going for Matters Flaminas uh, at Cage Warriors as my first bet of the week, and he's minus one thirty uh, as we stand right here right now. Now, obviously, these bets can move. The the betting lines literally just came out. Obviously, I have to record this uh, and get it out there. There's no props or anything out uh, at the time of recording, so all of these bets are, are straight up bets. But I'm going uh, for Flaminas to win uh, straight up at minus one thirty um, in his fight with Car- uh, Carlo Pedrosoli Jr. Now. If anyone doesn't know Flaminas, he's called the Latvian Express, but I, I I like to call him the prospect killer because in his last two fights, he's beaten Oban Elliott and Jesse Urhalen. To me, arguably two of the best prospects uh, in cage wires over the last few years, you know, with obviously you add in the likes of Ian Gary and, and Paul Hughes and all of them, but they are, they are two of the best. Back in 2019, he beat George Hardwick. You know, who's uh, the champion at the moment. He's beaten Matthew Bonner. He's beaten Mick Stanton. Uh, you know, he's some really, really, really good wins. Now, this guy, he's had... Uh, l- let me just look here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven fights in a row in Cage Warriors. And he had uh, one before that as well, back in... Uh, against Matthew Bonner back in 2019. And, you know... It, okay, he's, he's lost a few. He lost to Matthew Figlak. He lost to Jack Grant. But... Most of the time he's gone in here winning and he's winning well and he's looking good. And there's there's never much talk of Matters Flaminas going to the UFC or Matters Flaminas even, you know, not necessarily getting to the title shot because I, I, think, I think he should be there right now. And uh, if not, maybe uh, with this win. But they're, they're holding uh, an interim title fight now. 
uh, with Reese McKee still the champion, and he's not even in that. So I I don't, I don't know what the crack is here with, with Manners Salinas and and why he's uh, you know why he's not getting do, you know those sort of shots, but he's getting uh, a tough fight here against Carlo Pedersoli. No, I, I say that because I believe Manners Salinas is a really 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 good fighter. I believe he is KJR championship level. I believe he could go to the UFC and give lots of lads good fights. Now, do I think he'd go and be t- become a top 15 guy or, or a champion or anything like that? At 34 years of age, I, I don't think so. But do I think he could go to the UFC and have a good 10, 15 fight career in the UFC over the next five years and, you know, win 60% of those fights, 70%? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think he could do that. Now, He's coming in here and he's meeting a guy who's been in the UFC. He's meeting a guy who's been in, in Bellator as well, like uh, Carlo Pedersoli Jr. And he's only 29 years of age. You know, he he has some wins uh, in the UFC. He's one win anyway in the UFC. He beat Bradley Scott. He's win over Nicholas Alby back in Cage Warriors back in the day. Uh, you know, he's fought in the uh, in the Bellator Milan card that happened in, in back in 2020. Lost that. He lost three in a row after losing two in the UFC. But he's gotten a two-fight win streak now. Uh, one in Golden Ticket and one in, in another promotion as well. So he's kind of back, uh, I suppose, back to, to winning ways there. Um, so that's kind of... You know, that's the laydown of where both guys are in their career at the moment. On the fight itself, uh, you know, you look at Flaminas and the last two uh, wins that I mentioned there, he showed maybe different sides of himself, but different sides in a well-roundedness, if you want to put it that way. He can wrestle, uh, as he showed uh, against Auburn Elliott. He can strike. He has big power. He can, like Matters Flaminas can really, really do it all. Like that Jesse or Holland fight. So if anyone doesn't know Jesse or Holland, he's this big, scary uh, juggernaut of a fighter that just walks forward and tries to take you out of the fight. And Flaminas stood up to him and beat him. He really did. He really, really did. Oban Elliott, I, I said it before, I, I think he is the next big thing to come out of cage where he's gone on and won uh, w- w- at least, I think, two fights since uh, since this last. And he's fighting again coming up, I, I think, soon. Uh and he went in and he beat him. You know, he he beat the fight out of him. And he won that fight. Um, and he, you know, he did it with a bit of wrestling. He did it with a bit of strike. And he did it with everything. And I think you look at a guy like Carlo, uh, Carlo Pedrosali, who goes in there and is, I think he's a good technical fighter. But does he have, like, the heart and will and well-rounded game of a Flaminas? I I don't he doesn't he doesn't have that I don't think I think Flaminis is a better well-rounded fighter is a tougher guy the one thing I would say about Pedrosali and why uh, this um, betting line is as close as it is he's probably a better athlete and uh, he you know being someone who is younger being someone who's been at a higher level there's probably a look at him and go right he can reach that higher level again whereas is Flaminis ever going to reach that level that's probably thinking here now. Flaminas is the favourite at minus 130 and I think that's the respect he deserves I think this line is just about right like I think Pedrosoli is going to come in here find out the southpaw stance he's going to throw his big high kicks he throws some wild kicks as well he's going to throw his uh, his left hand right down through the middle and he's going to try to hurt Flaminas I don't think that's going to work Honestly, I think Flaminas is going to stand up to it. I think he's going to get his boxing going. I think he's going to hurt Pedrosoli more than Pedrosoli hurts him. And if he can get a big takedown in here, or if he can get a big knockdown or something like that, to just turn the fight a little bit, I think uh, Flaminas will be able to pull through and win this one. If Pedrosoli does that, I think Flaminas will still be able to come back, if you get me. Uh, 
And that's a big reason I'm going for this. I I, I, I said it, my first two picks here are guys I, I know and I've watched a lot of and that I trust and trust their ability to pull through things and win. And that's why I'm going for Flaminas to win here. Uh, my second bet of the week, I, I'm going for uh, I'm going for Dominic Wooding, the, the champ, uh, at minus 185 here to win over um, uh, his opponent, uh, Michele Martignoni, uh, who's 7-1, Wooding 9-4. Now, Wooding... He's such a talented guy, and that nine and four record is is a bit deceiving. You know, he's some of his losses have come to really good guys. Andy Young back in the day, Franz Malambo, who you know, <sighs> Franz Malambo's one of the best fighters outside of the UFC. I would say, or better, one outside of the big promotions at the moment, without a shadow of a doubt. And uh, he, I went to your decision. He lost that fight, but uh, he's come back. You know, after the stint in Bellator, he's won three fights in cage where he's become the champion. Brilliant comeback win against Nathan Fletcher. Big flying knee uh, against Carlos Abreu. Big head kick against Cameron Hardy. Now, leading up to this fight and for the last maybe year or so, I mean, not that win was last, his last fight was in December last year. So, well, it's almost a year now. Jesus, it's almost a year, 10 months or so. Uh, there has been talk of him wanting out of the uh, cage wires. Um, you know, he, the big rumors of the PFL wanted him and he put up things on, um, on Twitter and everything. So, how, how much in this fight will he be? Will you know? Will he want to lose the title to get out of the cage wires type of job? No, I'm I'm sure he won't. He won't want want to do that. But if you look at you look at it from a mental point of view and look at it from all of that, there are definitely questions over Dominic Wooding coming into this. But I think he's good enough still to win the fight. Um, he's such a talented striker. His wrestling has got better. His takedown defense has got better. His ability, uh, one of those uh, fights I mentioned there, um, he almost got a stoppage. I think he might have gotten a stoppage, but you know, the, the, the kind of the McGregor elbows, as I call them, or the hammer fists uh, against the clinch and the, the elbows against the clinch. And I think he's a really, really good guy all around now, whereas before maybe he was just a good striker. Now he can fight everywhere. Um, you know, I suppose the same could be said for Martignoni, very good striker as well. But he has, you know, three submissions in his, in his seven wins. Um, has some good wins. Beat um, Scott Malone last time out. He's only losses to to Nathan Fletcher. You know, he's good wins over Simeone Adana, who's fought in Bellator, and that was actually in Bellator. That fight was as well. Beating Wesley Maya uh, amongst others as well. So. Um, you know, Martignoni is is a good fighter, but uh, watching a lot of these fights, uh, a lot of them kind of turn into kickboxer matches. And even though he is a good kickboxer, I think Dominic Wooding is is just a level above. I, I think he hits harder. Um, I think uh, he's technically better in lots of different ways. And I, I think he's bigger, stronger, longer <laughs> as well than Martignoni. And that's a very hard thing. Like, I'd probably pick Martignoni against most guys um, at this weight uh, in, in this division, I suppose. But against Wooding, it's going to be very, very tough. Like, if you look at the guys before who be like, like, look at a guy like Franz Malambo, he's physically as, but like, Franz is a massive, massive 135 or big and lean and tall and strong. Very technically good striker. Like, I don't, I don't think Martignoni has the same attributes as someone like a Franz that can win the fight in that sort of way. Plus, Wooding is a very different fighter now as well. I, I really do think what this is one of these fights where Martignoni probably over the first two rounds, if he's smart, I think he'd probably try to put Wooding against the cage, um, try to back him up anyway, at least try to get it against the cage 
even if it's not clinched against the cage where he can land a few body shots, come inside, land these short shots. If he's fighting at distance against Wooding, I think I think it's going to be a problem for him. And the problem is he does fight that way a lot of the times. So if he fights his normal fight, I think Wooding, you know, that fight is made for Wooding. I don't think he can do that. I don't think he will do that. But I still think at the end of the day, Wooding will end up winning that fight because, um, you know, that fight against... Um, Against Nathan Fletcher was that you know he was pushing him against the fence, he was holding him there, he was taking him down, and he still managed to come back and he still managed to win the fight. And it wasn't lucky or anything like that. I think he has that in his locker, and I think he can do that. And I think that's the way this one will go. It's going to be a close fight, I think, for two rounds. I could see a third round knockout again for Dominic Wooding, something like that. But at minus one eighty five, I think that's a pretty good price, and I'm going for Wooding at that. Right, the next bet here, uh, I'm going for Mikel Designi uh, to win her fight uh, at Cage Warriors again against Briny Tyrell. Um, look, Briny's a good fighter and I was looking at this as maybe one of them as my, uh, my flyer of the week because there's a, a big difference here. Now, the price... Uh, minus 450 for the Signy. Um Maybe it's one you could throw in if you're doing the accumulator or something like that. There wasn't, there isn't many fights this week, so I don't have much to uh, <laughs> to go on. I think this is a good. I think this is a good price, honestly, for uh, for this fight. Now, you know, the Signy, I haven't watched her. She's fought a few times in the. Uh, she fought in the Contender series. Uh, she's 9-4, but I think she's better than that record. Uh, she fought in Aries as well. She ended up losing that fight, but she's, uh, you know, brave and cage warriors before she's beaten Corey McKenna. Um, back, I know it was back in 2018, but still, you look at Corey McKenna now, she's uh, in the UFC and won two of her last three fights. So that win just looks better and better all the time. Um, she lost her last fight out. She, uh, but like, how much can you read into that? She's win also over uh, over Audrey Carouche, who has fought in a few big shows. She fought, uh, she fought Danny McCormick, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as well. Uh, ended up losing that fight in the third round, but um, you know she has some good names. She has some, you know, fought Mallory Martin in the Contender series as well. Went all three rounds with her, and the biggest thing in that, right? So the Mallory Martin fight is the fight I'm sure that Bryony Tyrell will be looking at in her coaching team, where she got taken down and she won there. Uh, and that is that's really where Tyrell wins the fight if she can win the fight now can she win the fight there very hard to say I think uh, I, I was talking to my, my friend Jake Smith and he was telling me she's uh, she, she hasn't fought in three years but I think she's over 40 now as well if I'm not mistaken um, you know but she is look she has some very good very good names on her record maybe none of them wins but she fought Denise Keelow she's fought Lashana Green she's fought Molly McCann fought Kate Jackson um, but I I find it very hard to, to you know to, to pick her in this fight. It has to be the Signy I think to win this. I, I, if you look at her and, and want to see her game, a lot of her fights are, are very similar. A very very good striker fights out of the southpaw position as well, but can switch uh, it up. Throws nice jabs. Very powerful striker. Um, and I think Bryony Terrell is going to have to be going for takedowns here early and often. I think that's her, her way to fight, uh, her way to win this fight. But uh, honestly, I, uh, I'm definitely picking Designy in this fight. Um, I think, uh, I think the minus 450 is about right. And, uh, look, as I said, if you have an accumulator, maybe you're doing a bit of NFL or doing a bit of Premier League or something like that. And you want to... You want to, to fill it up a bit? Maybe this is one to throw in there. So, um, yeah, Macaulay DeSigny, minus 450.
Right, uh, I have my flyer of the week is going to be a Cage Warriors fight as well, but let me take a break from Cage Warriors for the next one for a second. Um, and I'm going for a future bet here. So, Charles Oliveira is fighting very soon against Islam Makachev, and if he wins that, I have, a, I have a feeling, do you know, we haven't had in a while a super fight. We haven't had a champion versus champion super fight in a, in a long, long while. And I think the UFC will be actually mad to do one. I really do. I, I think the UFC will want to put on a champion versus champion super fight, maybe at the end of the year, maybe at the start of next year. And I think it's going to be the uh, lightweight champion versus the featherweight champion. And uh, I, I, I'm not necessarily saying who my pick for the... Uh, you know, for the Oliveira, Volkan- uh, Oliveira versus Bacaccia fight will be. But the bet here is for Oliveira and Volkanovski, right? And Volkanovski is plus 120 to win that fight against Oliveira. And that's the bet I'm going for. So it's a future bet. So if this doesn't happen, I, I think you get it like a year in it or something like that, or by the end of 2023. So I bet in it, if it doesn't happen, you get your money back or, or, or however it works like that. I really like that price for uh, Volkanovski. Now, I... I I I was looking at the Shardog rankings, pound for pound rankings, actually just before I came on to do this, and Volkanovski's ranked number one, and I love that. Like I think Volkanovski has been not uh, in on some rankings he's been in the right place, but in the, you know the official UFC rankings, I, I don't think he's been ranked high enough for the last couple of years. This guy is such a good fighter. Now Oliveira, uh, Charles Oliveira is a good fighter as well, but I think Oliveira, a guy who's fought down in one forty five before. Okay, he's missed weight loads of times, but he's missed weight at 155 as well. Um, I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think its size is going to win him that fight, necessarily. Like, Volkanovski's fought bigger guys all the time. He's a smaller guy. He could probably go down to 135 as well. I, I think Volkanovski... Uh, could Volkanovski go in there and box up Charles Oliveira? He absolutely could. Do you, like, do you see Charles Oliveira landing big shots on Volkanovski, putting him down and submitting him? I don't, I don't think so. Like, Brian Ortega almost did it, to be fair. He almost did it. But I think Volkanovski has improved again since that. And I don't think he's getting taken down in that fight. I don't think he's getting put down in that fight. And I think if he's careful on the feet and doesn't land a big shot, if, like, no, I'm talking about a fight that's not booked and might never happen, but it, go with me here for a second. We're talking about future betting. If that fight was to happen, I think that's a good fight for Volkanovski, honestly. I really do. I think he's better than him on the feet. I think he can avoid the big shot. And I think he can avoid the ground game as well. Uh, and well enough to win that fight. So, a fight that's not booked, a fight that might never happen. But a fight that, you know, you back it. If it does happen, you've got a really good price on Volkanovski at plus one. I think that's a great price at plus 120. I think Volkanovski, you know... I I have him as favorite to win that fight. Really, I honestly would. I don't know what everyone. Maybe maybe people disagree with me there, but I uh, I think Volkanovski plus one twenty future betting. As I said, you get the money back if it doesn't happen. Plus one twenty. We will uh, we will go with that for this week. Right. Um. My flyer of the week. Uh, this is a very interesting bet. So. All right, I'm putting all my uh, my local European MMA knowledge together for this one. So I'm going for Albert Diaz at plus four twenty five to beat Mark and Charrier. So we, you know, people probably know Mark and Charrier. Charrier has become like 
really famous in France over the last while. He's part of uh, like this YouTuber's channel, and he's massive fan base. He has fought in two Cage Warriors uh, championship fights, or maybe more even, over the last while. You know, he fought and lost in two close decisions, one majority decision, one split decision against uh, Hughes and Vucinic are going to be fighting for the title coming up soon. He fought Perry Goodwin and beat him, fought Dean Truman and beat him. He fought some really good guys. You know, he fought um, fought Soren back and fought others as well. And he um, he's coming back here after the Paul Hughes fight, which happened... Uh, almost a year ago to the day, October 1st in 2021. Uh, and I, I think he broke, uh, what's the what's the one in your face called again? The uh, orbital? I think he broke his orbital in that one. So he's been out for a good while and not able to come back since then. Um, his opponent is Albert Diaz, okay? Albert Diaz is five and three, he's 30 years of age, fighting out of Killer Bees Muay Thai. Uh, and his last fight... I was at it. It was in February 2020, before the Rona came and all of that, against Richie Smullen. And uh, if anyone knows Richie Smullen, he was in tough, Irish fighter, very, very good fighter. Since that fight, he's won one, two, three, four fights in a row. He's become, I think, a two-way champion over in the RFP promotion, beat Harry Hardwick, who's done good things at the moment. You know, he's very good wins before that as well. He's a draw with Reese McKee, who's a champion at welterweight now in, uh, in Cage Warriors. He's beaten Limerick's own Sean Tobin and Adam Gustav and others as well. Really, really good fighter. And Diaz won that fight. Now, it was a somewhat controversial decision. I actually went back and I watched it today. There was a lot of, a lot of grappling, but maybe not a lot of punches. A very, very close fight. But Diaz, you know, Diaz won that fight. And he's, before that... I, I, He's, he had some tough fights, you know, and he had some tough losses. But this guy is a good fighter. He really, really is a good fighter. A Mai Tai guy who people like to go across the cage, pull down, take down, and win fights against him that way. His, his losses in his career, uh, decision, and two submissions. Mark and, Ch- and, you know, those were back in 2016, 2015. Now, the, one, the question over him, I suppose, he hasn't fought in two and a half years. Before that, it was a year before that. Before that, it was two years. So he's not active. He is really not active. But does he have the skill set to go in here and give Morgan Sharia, who's been out for a year himself, who's been dealing with, you know, injury issues, does he have the ability to give him a fight? I I, I absolutely think he does. Now, as I said, it's it's a slow week for, for betting in, in MMA, so I'm trying to pick one out here. But this is one I, I think I would pick out anyway. This is a tough fight for Morgan Sharia. Yeah? I saw a few people uh, actually when it was announced saying, "Oh, um, Morgan Sharia is getting a layup," and I didn't, you know, I didn't really look at the fight. It was like, "Oh, I didn't." I kind of forgot who Albert Diaz was, if I'm being honest. But studying it today, looking back at the fights, I was like, "Oh, that's Albert Diaz." So this, I, I think, this is one of these ones where it could be a potential uh, a sticky one, as we'd say here in Ireland, for for Morgan Sharia. Yeah. Plus, what what did I say the price was again? Let me just look. Plus four twenty five. I think that's a really, really, really good price. Honestly, I think it's a really good price. If you were to give me an even bet between the two of them, I think I'd go with Sharia. Now, uh, let me say it again. I, I skipped past my point there. Diaz, Muay Thai fighter. Very good Muay Thai fighter. Sharia is a stand-up kickboxer Muay Thai fighter as well. And if it turns into a Muay Thai fight, like that's what people don't want against Diaz. If it turns into that, let's we, we'll see how good Diaz actually is and see where he is in his career right now. It's a very, very interesting one, I think. One that you can't write off. I think if you're to write off, write off Diaz in this, you'd be foolhardy. Um, 
Now, Sharia might be, you know, he's a favourite, obviously, and, and he might win the fight, but I think Diaz has a chance here, and he's beaten very, very good guys before. Like, if you put Sharia in there with Richie Smollin, who would you pick? I'd probably, I'd probably pick Richie Smollin, if I'm being honest, and Diaz has win over Richie Smollin, albeit controversial. So the flyer of the week, I think this is a perfect flyer of the week. I think it's, this is what the flyer was designed for, something like this. So plus 425, uh, I'm going for uh, Albert Diaz here. Um... Right, there isn't too much more to uh, to look at in terms of the in terms of the betting. One thing I wanted to look at though, uh, Bo Nickel. The betting odds have come out for this. He's minus eighteen hundred, plus one one zero zero for Jamie Pickett. That's big. That is that's a big one. If you if you fancy Bo Nickel to be uh, to, it to be all talk with Bo Nickel, then there's uh, there's a good price for you there. Um, I'll run through the Cage Warriors um, prices, and I maybe I'll, I'll give my I picks for him as well. Look, some of them there there are a lot of big prices here. Brian Terrell uh, against Mikhail Designy. Uh, obviously, I've gone for Designy there at minus four fifty, and I've talked about that. So against Favero. Plus 700 to minus 1,000 for Favero there. You're obviously going to go uh, for, for Favero. Charrier then minus 650 plus uh, two plus 425 for Diaz. Crazy price, I think. Real crazy price there. Pedro Soli straight up is plus 100 minus 130. I've obviously talked about that for Flaminas. Um, Karen Michelak plus two, uh, 200 against minus 251 for Sabatino. You know, I haven't looked into that loads to be honest, but I know Karen Michalak is is a good fighter, um, and you know, plus two hundred. You never know, I suppose. Only three and two against three and one, so there isn't that much. Uh, fought James Sheehan in his last one, and James Sheehan is a very very good fighter. Um, Sabatino hasn't fought maybe at that level yet. He's fought in Vinatar a couple of times and has, you know, f- finishing his first fight. Um, you know, Michelak a plus two ten, or a plus two oh one. Sorry, might might be the bet there in a match like that. Uh, another close one then. Uh, Balandi and Astray plus one fifty five minus one eighty five for uh, Joan Astray. Uh, Wooding minus one eighty five plus one fifty five for Martignoni. Obviously gone for Wooding there. And Zakaria versus Barbu. Um, uh, Barbu is. Uh, plus 201 minus uh, 251 for Zakaria there's actually one fight the, the betting isn't up for it yet um, Dylan Hazan is fighting Dan Dewey's now Dylan Hazan uh, is, a, is a really really good fighter on the way through um, and if you look at uh, Dan Dewey's uh, and look at he's 8-1 but look at the guys some of the guys he's beaten Bogdan Barbu I mentioned a minute ago beating Gerardo Fanny who's a very 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 good fighter um, lots of TKOs lots of submissions on his record but Dylan Hazan has looked really really good fighting out of Italy as well lots of talk about him maybe fighting for a title coming up very very soon he's beaten Josh Reed, beaten Scott Malone uh, actually, Josh Reed uh, is fighting uh, is fighting one of the TKF brothers, uh, the Team KF brothers even uh, <laughs> coming up here very soon. So that's going to be fun as well. But uh, that's a really good fight, and uh, I, I haven't seen the prize for that yet. It's not not up here yet, but I would probably go for uh, for Dylan Hazan to win that one. I think if you're if there was a betting fight at night or fight at the weekend, though, I think Pedro Sali versus Fleminius. I think that's going to be a very very good fight. So. 
Um, right, we will leave it there. I'll recap my bets again. Flaminas minus one thirty, Dominic Wooding minus one eighty five, uh, Designy minus four fifty, Volkanovski a future bet over Charles Oliveira plus one twenty, and Albert Diaz my flyer of the week over Marklin Charrier plus four twenty five. All right, everyone, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for SureDog.com, and I'll see you all next time.